Welcome to Smack Talk with your hosts, Marita and Lisa, bringing student midwives from across Canada together. Hi guys, welcome to our first episode. I'm Marita. I am a fourth year midwifery student at Mount Royal University. And I'm Lisa. I am a first year midwifery student at Mount Royal University as well. So today we're going to talk to you about SMAC, um, which is the Student Midwives Association of Canada, and um, kind of just give you a little bit of an overview about what we're about. As I'm pretty new to SMAC, um, and Marita is one of the more longer standing members, I'm going to be interviewing her today and uh, giving you guys the goods on what SMAC is, what SMAC can do for you, and why you should become a member of SMAC today. Thanks, Lisa. So, first off, um, can you give us an idea about what SMAC's role for students is? Mm-hmm. So, right now, we are the Student Midwives Association, which basically just means that um, we're aiming to be the central kind of unifying student midwifery organization or association for students. Um, we're fairly new, so we don't do a ton yet. Um, what we do do, however, is we do put out a zine. So we've put out two issues so far, which has been super fun. We've had submissions from students all across Canada, um, artwork and poems and recipes and stories. Tips of the trade, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so we've put out two issues of that, um, we had our first AGM at the last CAM conference in Montreal, where lots of students came out and kind of gave us some really good feedback about how they could kind of see themselves becoming involved in SMAC and what they would like SMAC to become. Um, so we have lots of kind of goals for the future, but right now we're sort of just getting started and trying to get more student members involved and get everyone's input. Mm-hmm. So... My understanding is that we have a couple of new registrant ladies that have been a part of SMAC since the very beginning, mm-hmm. and they're starting to move out. Mm-hmm. So number one priority is getting more people on the committee and also increasing our membership. Both. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. So ideally, we would really love it if every student midwife across Canada were a member of SMAC. Um and really, that's just so that you can be involved in anything that comes up, um, and so we can hear your voice if we have questions, if if their concerns come up, you know, hopefully we can become a place uh, that students feel comfortable coming to, to say, hey, I think this would be really great if SMAC could address this, or if um, this could be something you could work towards having resources for in the future. Um, at the moment, we have, like you said, a bunch of new registrants still on the committee, We've made it a mandate of SMAC that it can be student midwives or new registrants for their first year. <clears throat> because that first new registrant year is kind of a nebulous time where you're in between worlds as a student and midwife, we thought it'd be kind of nice for SMAC to be a place where you can still stay kind of involved with your midwifery peeps and your new work environment. So, um, But yeah, soon they'll be leaving us, sadly. And um, we're always looking for new blood. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks, Lisa. <laughs> are there certain areas of Canada that are underrepresented right now that mm-hmm. we'd really like to get people involved from? Absolutely. Um, BC, we don't have a ton of students from UBC, so we would love some of you folks to come join us. Um, the Northwest Territories, the Yukon Nunavut, has always been an area where we, we haven't really had any of their students involved with SMAC, but we would love that. Um, so if any of you guys up there in the north 
um, are listening, please contact us. We would love to have your voices involved. Um, and yeah, otherwise, the Manitoba's program, we had some people who were involved um, with us for a little bit, but um, I think they've been, they've had so much stress going on that, mm-hmm. yeah. Probably going to be a future episode on that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But we'll, yeah. We'll get someone in the know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really any students who are, if you're a midwifery student and you have a passion for being involved um, in committees and you would like to work towards change or um, being more involved in the Canada-wide community of student midwives, please just just join us. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're a student midwife, you're a little bit afraid of the time commitment of being a committee member, can mm-hmm. you just join as a regular member? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I recommend if you're listening to this and you're a student and you just want to be a member, so you get our zine and are involved in upcoming things, um, go to our website, which is www.smackaceps.com, and that's spelled S-M-A-C-A-C-E-P-S dot com. And there's a membership button on there. You can fill out the form, and then that will make you a member, and you'll... There's really nothing else to it. You'll get <laughs> technically, all the benefits. Yeah. Technically, you need to send us a proof of that you're a student, but um, if some if you, someone knows you, you're a friend of a friend, then you're, you're in. Kind of like... I was going to say like the mob, but <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if that's how the mob works, Someone just actually. has to vet you. <laughs> you're vetted. <laughs> Marita vetted me, so I haven't scanned my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she could be a faux midwifery student for all anyone else knows yeah she's she's legit i promise stalking the campus <laughs> um so yeah so if you want to be a member just a general member that's how you'd go about that um we're also planning to have a sort of an info session for all new students so um coming to a school near you um uh, one of us should hopefully be coming to chat with you about what smack is as well and you can sign up on that day as well um if you're interested in being involved in our committee so sort of the the people who are doing the zine and doing the podcast and kind of working towards future endeavors, um, any student midwife can join as well. So, um, the time commitment is, well, it's not obscene. We try to meet every week at the moment. Um, but honestly it's very flexible because midwifery schedules are flexible. So yeah, sometimes we're off attending birth. Sometimes we just have to write a paper. Sometimes yep. our kids or our families or, you know, our life events are taking precedence. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's flexible. Yeah. Um, is there any cost to the student to join? No, it's completely free. So no fee to join, no fee for the zine. Um, we did have uh, like a paper version that was available at CAM that people could give us donations for, which was helpful just to cover the printing, really. Um, and then we also sold tote bags at CAM, which were super awesome. I don't know if any of you saw them, but they were fantastic. We designed those. What did the tote bags have on them? Um, they say, midwives not afraid of hard labor. And then the French version, which I won't say because I'll butcher it. Um, I think it's something like, sage femme ne pas peut... No, I don't know. I can't. It's terrible. You can tell we're from Calgary. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I did once speak we're French very fluently. Sorry. We're very sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get Melissa to come in and splice a little. Oh, yes. She'd be brilliant. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so otherwise, no. No fees. No fees to join. It's free and fun. Come join us. 
now that you've got the gist of what Smack is and a little bit of a preview of who we are, um, well, let's talk about some of the upcoming events that um, that Smack is trying to spread the word for. Mm-hmm. All right, first on the docket is the upcoming CAM conference, Woo-hoo. October twenty sixth to twenty eighth in Victoria, BC. It's gonna be awesome. Tell me about why it's gonna be awesome. So I went to CAM last year to the Montreal CAM conference. It was my first time at CAM and it was fantastic. Um, as a student, it was really great to meet other students from around the country, uh, to meet different midwives, to see midwives that I've met in the past or known and reconnect. Um, it was just, I mean, I hate the word networking, but it was just such a cool way to get to meet people and hear incredible speakers on so many different topics. I learned so much. Um, last year's CAM conference was particularly awesome because they had a really strong focus on um, their gender diversity statement um, and sort of pushing towards more um, gender inclusivity and LGBTQ rights um, and talking more about that in midwifery. So that was fantastic. Some of the speakers who came to talk to us um, one was Trevor McDonald. Um, he's a trans guy from Winnipeg um, who's just written a book called Where's the Mama, um, which everyone should go out and read. Um, he came and talked to us about his experiences, um, a little bit about his experiences, but mostly about um, his trans-led research into trans men's experiences with birth and pregnancy, um, which is an incredible talk. Um there was also a great topic uh, talk on how to provide um, trans-specific uh, midwifery care um, from Cora Bytel out of Vancouver, um, which was fantastic. Um, their talk had lots of really specific advice for midwives about how to practice in a trans-inclusive way. Um, so yeah, it was a really kind of a big theme of the conference last year, I, th- I think, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. So kind of filling in, filling in gaps in different social justice areas and that pertain to midwifery. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, on the social justice theme, like, I think there was, that kind of really seemed to me to be a kind of a big, and maybe it's always that way at CAM, I don't know, it's, it was my first CAM, but, um, seemed like it was sort of a bigger focus uh, last year as well. So um, you might have seen some footage of Manavi Handa and her work with um, refugees, pregnant refugees in Toronto. And she did an amazing talk also um, about um, giving care to non-insured pregnant people. Um, So yeah, kind of Mm -hmm. lots of different takes on how we kind of live our politics as midwives. Absolutely. Um, skill sessions, were there many of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the beginning of CAM, there was a few different skill sections. Um, I know there was a re- supposed to be a really great suturing workshop. Unfortunately, I had to pay extra to do them, which is fair. Um, but as a student, I didn't really have it in my budget, so I didn't do them. But there were two other skill workshops, I think, as well. But I heard great things about the suturing one. I'm hopeful that similar progressive themes will be happening at this year's CAM conference. Mm-hmm. Um, we... You know, other reasons it will be amazing is that Smack will have a booth again. Um, so last year we had our first booth where we sold our tote bags, uh, the infamous tote bags. And um, we're going to have a booth at this year's CAM as well. Um, we will also have a student 
meetup event um, where students can get together and chat and get to know each other, have some drinks if they want. Um, we're going to have our second AGM, so we can sort of hopefully get more people involved and generate more ideas for planning for the future um, as an organization. Um, yeah, also our new zine is going to be coming out in the beginning of September, so that's exciting. That is exciting. Mm-hmm. So what can we expect for this year's CAM? More excitement, more cool talks. Should we let people know a little bit about who we're going to see this year in Victoria? Yeah. Um, so we've got lots. We're just kind of looking at the preliminary schedule. There's lots of great topics here. Um, there's um, seems to be a focus on uh, creating a really... Um, good preceptor student relationship there's a couple talks on um uh, dealing with conflict um just interprofessional um education um lots of uh which is pretty exciting is from a student perspective that that's being talked about at our national conference yeah Mm -hmm. it's being prioritized um, there's some talk about um, women-led decision-making, measuring autonomy and respect in Canadian maternity care, which is one of my favorite things. There's um, a continuation of the theme from last year in a talk uh, by Kristen Kelly um, on uh, creating systemic change in support of gender inclusion in midwifery. So, yeah, so they are going to continue that conversation, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. There's lots of uh, clinical practice stuff. There's uh, tongue tie, lip ties, and breastfeeding. There's bilirubin screening, um, occipit posterior. What can we do in labor? Lots of. Oh, I just saw oh, up there. Manavi Handa is going to be doing a talk Ooh. on Syrian refugees and the role for Canadian midwives. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool stuff. Lots of global glo- global programs as well. Mm-hmm. Looks like. Um, well, probably a great lead into the ICM conference mm-hmm. next year, right? Yeah, because so. they won't be holding a CAM conference next mm-hmm. year, will they? No. Yeah. So what's uh, what's ICM? So um, ICM is the International Confederation of Midwives, uh, and they are having their annual conference. At least I think it's annual. It's called the Triennial Conference, so perhaps it's every three years. I don't know. Um, anyway, they're holding it in Toronto next year in 2017 uh, from June... 18th to 27th. 27th so that is super exciting um I don't know the last time it was in Canada but I think it's you know fairly rare event I think they're often held in Europe and other places so mm-hmm. it looks like they're going to have a lot of awesome speakers as well mm-hmm. um you can find more information about the ICM meeting um at internationalmidwives.org um and then also more about um the CAM conference that's coming up in October um, at canadianmidwives.org. So what other cool workshops do we have upcoming for this semester, Lisa? Okay, so upcoming workshops and conferences for Canadian students, um, and this is not an exhaustive list, this is what we found in a quick Google search mm-hmm. and racking my brain just slightly. <laughs> um, so in fall semester, there is the Birth and Beyond Conference, um, again, happening in Ontario. They are lucky ducks, they get a lot of really good stuff right now. <laughs> in London. In London, Ontario, from October 20th to the 22nd. And they, they're going to have some fantastic speakers, including Ina May Gaskin, Beth Merch, uh, Rivka Similist, Christy Hall, and Addie Sanding. 
and um, lots of amazing topics. Mm-hmm. You can catch them up at www.birthandbeyondconference.ca. And um, I do have it under some pretty good authority that um, our side of the world, our side of Canada, <laughs> uh, will be getting uh, Gina Kirby's Flock Yeah in uh, both Calgary and Edmonton in this upcoming year. Um, Flock Yeah is amazing. Um, I actually just got to attend one in Vancouver mm-hmm. with Wapio uh, Bartlett and um, Leslie Everest of Mother Wit Doula. And Wapio is, of course, the legendary, the Matrona. And um, I have to say it was mind-blowing. So when they come here, I'm dragging everyone I know with mm-hmm. me. We should do a, a separate podcast about that. We will have to because mm-hmm. it's amazing. <laughs> Where can you find information about that? Um, you can find information on Gina Kirby's website, ginakirby.com. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there's some fun things that we can look forward to potentially as midwifery students for this fall and we'll we'll try to keep you guys updated on that absolutely any tips going into this new fall semester maybe for us students who don't have a lot of uh, midwifery schooling under our belt tips words Mm. of wisdom well of things that I have found helpful so far in midwifery school um I'm loving Evernote I don't know if you've ever used Evernote before. Yeah. So I particularly love that. I know that some other um, midwifery friends of mine use Google Drive and other ways to collect their notes and thoughts and PDFs. Um, I personally love Evernote because it syncs everything from my computer to my phone. Um, I always have it handy and um, it's just really intuitive to use and I'm not very tech savvy. So I love that. Um, It's been a really good way for me to kind of consolidate different topics and um, save things that are useful. And I'd really recommend starting that in the beginning of your midwifery schooling. I didn't. So, um, I've started it last year and there are some things that I think back and think, oh, wow. Yeah. There was that really great GBS handout in my very first placement and I don't have it. And it'd be really great to show that image to clients now. So, or, you know, reference it for myself or whatever. Um, so that's one thing. Um, you won't be going into placement yet, but we could have a, a future episode maybe where we talk about placement tips. Um, Lara bars are your friend. Mm-hmm. I know you're sick of them and can't eat them anymore after all your doula work, but <laughs> I am still going strong with the Costco Lara bars. Um, I've had about a two-year hiatus from, from having them. I burnt myself out in the first two years. So, yeah, I think I'm almost ready. We should have a, a whole <laughs> podcast episode on snack ideas as midwives. Also, yes. peanut butter toast. I love peanut butter toast. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, and I, I can say that the best breakfast for after, well, <laughs> the best meal for after birth is breakfast. Yes. 2 a.m., bacon Absolutely. and eggs, sausage. Oh, on that note, do you know how many times I've left a birth in the middle of the night and just longed for a 24-hour place that did good breakfast sandwiches? Like, I think... If a food truck opened and was open 24-7 outside of hospitals, they would make a killing. They Nurses, would. midwives, doctors, like, everybody wants a good breakfast sandwich coming out of a long shift or a long birth. Mm-hmm. Anything is better than the hospital food. Yeah. Anything. And nothing's open. No, except for McDonald's. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I don't want McDonald's right before I go to bed. Well. <laughs> anyway, no <Sure>. judgments. But... <laughs> it's just, I want, like, a, you know... Eggs and bacon and butter. Oh, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> the adrenal fatigue foods. Yeah, <laughs> sugar, salt, fat. Yummy, yummy, yummy. 
All right, so what is um, a good tip for something that you feel is often neglected for midwifery students, especially as they progress through the program? We hear a lot about how not to be overwhelmed or how to incorporate self-care into our lives as midwifery students. It's a difficult topic, I think, because self-care looks different for everybody and what is going to be restorative for one person isn't going to work for someone else. And really, at the end of the day, you know, we can throw around buzzwords of, like, make sure that you incorporate self-care, but what does that really mean? You know, I mean, it's easier said than done. So I think making that a practice from the beginning in midwifery school, like, it can be really tempting to want to dive right in and become, you know, the best midwifery student you could possibly be. And, you know, we're all pretty much type A people, I think. So, you know, you're like, I'm going to be the best midwifery student they've ever seen. I'm going to do all my papers ahead of time. I'm going to do all my readings. I'm going to be amazing. I'm always going to have everything done. I'm going to make friends with everybody in my program. The teachers are going to love me. Like, this is not sustainable. (laughs) You know, as much as coming from a person who does not like conflict and likes to make friends and likes to get A's, um, you kind of have to pick your battles and choose where you're going to let stuff slide because eventually something's going to slide. So if I could have a recommendation, I would prioritize or think about the things that are going to prioritize, think about the things you want to prioritize for yourself from the beginning and make them a habit. So for myself, I didn't prioritize my physical fitness for the first two years of midwifery school. And then I ended up having back issues and pain and other things and realized, hey, (laughs) I'm going to need my body to do this job for the rest of my life. It kind of needs to keep working for me. So I needed to start prioritizing doing fitness things, going to see physio, going for massages when I needed them, doing these things that before seemed extraneous and seemed like a waste of time when I could be focusing on these other things. So, you know, you kind of, I would advise you to kind of take some time and think about what the long term is going to look like for you. Midwifery school only lasts for four years. Um, you know, it's a great time. I like, I'm not one of the students who has had a terrible time and hated midwifery school the whole way. So far, I've had an awesome experience. Um, and I've loved my time in midwifery school, but there are some things that I probably should have prioritized from the beginning, like my Evernote. And massages massages (laughs) not being all things to all people exactly um and you know make sure that you let the people in your life know that you love them because I think also midwifery school can be really all-encompassing with the new people you're meeting and that's so great um but you need to also remember the people that have been in your life the whole time and even if it's just a quick note to say I know I haven't talked to you in four months but I promise I still love you. <laughs> That's important too. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's self-care, can... but, you know, spend the time, maybe more time just thinking about what does that actually mean for you and what is that going to mean for you in the long run? What isn't, you know, school is an acute situation. You get through it, you, you know, buckle down, do the papers, do the exams, and we're all strong. You'll get through that. It's, Like, what kind of midwife do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? And who do you want to have with you at the end of it? 
and know that the birthy rabbit hole runs very deep and that um, you will be able to jump in and you feel like you never, never, ever want to come out and you're just digesting so much information and so much love of attending births, of reading about births, of seeing births, of imagining your life as a midwife and what that's going to look like for you as you walk with birthing persons and um, it can it can really be very difficult for non-birth people to understand this fascination and on t- at times a slight obsession or a complete obsession mm-hmm. um, and so yeah it is it's really really good just to know that it's waiting for you know that you it's good to just take a step out of it every now and again take care of your relationships take care of yourself and um, and that you can jump back in at any time, and it'll be great. Absolutely. Yeah. This isn't a, you know, one-shot deal. You're, we're in it now. This is our career. This is, you know, I mean, some people it's a calling, some people it's a career, some people it's both. I think mm-hmm. somebody I know wanted to write a great article about that, and we could talk about that in a future episode potentially as well, but, um, you know, it's a hopefully a lifelong thing and this is just the start so I mean I I know I'm just going into my fourth year so it sounds like a little bit hypocritical (laughs) waxing poetic about how to (laughs) do midwifery but so far those are the things I've learned is that you know it's super exciting and it can be all-encompassing and that's awesome but I think that's what balance is too is like Sometimes it's okay to also not do just birth stuff and not do just midwifery stuff. You can also go out with your friends and go swimming or go hiking or go camping and talk about things that aren't midwifery related. <laughs> That's okay too. It doesn't make you a bad midwifery student. I mean, everything's birth, so you'll go camping, you'll be sitting at the beach, you'll be watching the waves come in, and you'll be like, oh, it's just like labor. (laughs) So, yeah. Midwifery students were insufferable. (laughs) I know. My husband hates it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no. All will be well. It's four years. You got this. I'm saying this very, like, hypothetically, since I'm, like, looking down at four years. (laughs) You're going to be amazing. So... Those are our tips and tricks for our first episode. We will come up with future things to talk about in other episodes. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the safe space that is this podcast. We're glad that you're here. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us.